Welcome to this Leaf Open Farm Sunday podcast featuring the fabulous farmers who welcome the public onto their farm for the farming's annual open day. Whether you host a simple farm walk for a few people or a full open day, large or small, every event matters and has a huge positive impact. We hope this podcast inspires you to host an event this year. I'm Rona and I'm Leaf Open Farm Sunday Ambassador for the Southwest. And today I'm chatting with Jenny Olds, who is a chicken farmer and contractor and has a lovely farm near Camborne. And she opened her farm last year for the first time and had a fabulous event with lots of people. And she's going to tell us all about what she did. So, Jenny, tell us about your farm, please. So we are a mixed farm, um, arable and free range um, laying hens. And my husband also does quite a lot of contracting work. So visually quite a lot to see on the farm for people who are not farmers. Lots of chickens and chickens love people. We've got lots of kit for the arable side and the contracting side. So, yeah, we are probably a traditional family farm, really, with those three main enterprises. We also have our own some pigs floating around just for our own personal use. And we have pigs and some sheep here sometimes, got some ponies and horses. And yeah, we're in that traditional West Cornwall farm with quite small fields, a bit of scrubland, mainly arable, but then some pasture with some wildflowers in the chicken paddocks. So yeah, that typical sort of mixed family farm, really. So this year you're going to do the same sort of event, but you're going to do it on a different day, aren't you? Why is it in a different day in Cornwall? Well, Rona, that is because <laughs> Leaf Open Farms and the clashes with the Royal Cornwall Show, which to every Cornish farmer is the social event of the year and cannot be missed under any circumstances. My husband, Pete, who is the born of the operation, is a steward at Royal Cornwall. So we are moving it and we're doing it two weeks later, which suits us really well because he won't have started harvesting yet. Um, everything's looking nice on the farm and he'll probably done his hay hopefully be between silage cuts for the contracting work so we've gone for the 26th of june and also that avoids yours because we'll be going to yours which is the week before so yeah that's why we're doing it a different day and i'm very relaxed about that because rural cornwall is sacked in our household so it has to be a dear too it's quite good in cornwall because they're spread all the way through june so some people are doing it on the 12th and then some like we're on the 20th no 19th 19th but ours has to fit round our Pradham summer ball with the students and exams and things like that so you can just keep moving it to where you want it as long as it's somewhere on a Sunday in a reasonable sort of around about June that makes it a lot easier to plan. I came to your event last year and it was amazing and the great tractors and everything like that but it was raining it was pouring with rain well, how do you plan for pouring rain I never think about that I always panic at the last minute did you have any plans for rain? Um, no, we're lucky that we've got the sheds and obviously they're empty at this time of year as well. So that was cool. And we had a really great forecast up until that Sunday and it was looking pretty bad. And luckily, though, I think that's where farms always help each other out because I think you spotted my dilemma and very kindly lent us a couple of tents, which, oh my gosh, if we'd not had those, we put those over the baby animals. Do you remember? Yes. Um, and yeah, they were they were good. And but to be fair, you know, raining Cornwall, it's going to be warm, isn't it? So we just cracked off really and I thought we put so much into planning it and got quite excited and built it up and people were excited about coming I thought I'm not cancelling it with farmers you know you go in any kind of weather don't you 
So you use the ticketing service as well. So because we were still in COVID last year, we had to be a little bit careful and we had to track and trace and all sorts of things, didn't we? And it was really stressful organising it. But you had quite an organised ticketing and people came each hour, was it? Or each half hour they had to book? I think we did 100 every half hour. It was so easy to set up because when you look at it first all on the dashboard, oh my gosh, there's so many buttons. But actually, the Leafs guide, if you just sit down, cup of coffee, and follow it step by step, it was brilliant. And I think people are so used to sort of being a bit more organised and booking tickets. They didn't have to pay for it, so it didn't tell them it didn't matter. But the best thing was that it just staggered our arrivals. So rather than everyone rolling out of bed, oh, what are we going to do? Let's go have lunch, breakfast and go to open palm something. And everyone coming at sort of like 11 o'clock. We just had them so beautifully spaced out throughout the day, which really eased the pressures on the traffic and on the things that people saw. So we'll definitely be doing it again, even, you know, even though it's not COVID, it just spacings out really. So how many people do you think came in the end? I think we had about 400. I was expecting probably about four to turn up when that rain started in the morning. And it was it was torrential, wasn't it? it was, everyone was absolutely drenched. But I, I think partly COVID, people were so desperate to get out and do something. So, you know, we might not have as many as here, which is fine. But yeah, I think we had about 400 over, over I think we did 11 till 3, which worked brilliantly. So you're going to use the ticket in this year? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because it just makes it easier for getting in and out. You, you've got an entrance where it's a little bit narrow, isn't it? Yeah, you've only got one way to drive into the farm and then you sort of do a circle around the park, come back out, but go out the same exit. So we did have a couple of stewards with walkie-talkies because also it's everyone walked down it as well. But it was it worked fine with my health and safety hat on. I did have someone on the road and someone at the pinch point doing a bit of traffic management and um, it was great. You were really organised. You had loads of volunteers for a first event. I was really impressed. So how do you get them all organised and how do you plan it all then for people that haven't done an event before or people like me that need some organisation? <laughs> I actually started asking just fellow farmers, friends and family, and not a single person said no. They were all really keen to do it. And even had a couple of people turned up the day to help that I didn't know they were coming to help. Great. So I just think, don't be afraid to ask. It's not like you're doing this to make profit. You are doing it to educate people about farming. And I don't know a single farmer who's not happy to talk about the farm. So they will be very happy to give up two, three, four other hours of their time to come and help. And let's be honest, I think everyone likes to come see someone else's farm as well, don't they? So we had a good poke round and have a good look. Yeah, good. Very nice. Very tidy. It was tidy. Yeah, I think just ask, I just asked a lot of people and you know, if they couldn't do it, they couldn't do it. But they all said yes to an exception. And you know, just ask fellow farmers. You were really organised with the food, weren't you? Yeah, well, top tip from you was don't take on too much on your first one. And I'm so glad we just got someone who we supplied eggs to, came and did really nice pastries and quiches and sausage rolls. Another person did a hot food like bacon rolls and then had a coffee horse box trailer. And that was all we needed. Another top tip from you was to make a bit of money if you want to just to cover your coughs and we could sell ice creams. I think that would have worked really well had it not been monsoon-like and we would have sold all the ice creams, but we didn't because it was really well with us. You know, we, ate ice, we ate really nice ice cream for the next month. Oh dear. Um, <laughs> I'm sure the children were really disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I do the same again, to be honest. I don't want to be organising food as well as it. You didn't need to. And the traders are really happy. They all come to come back in this year. So yeah, just farm it out. They make a bit of money. Everyone loves having a really nice quality offering. All they need is an electric socket and some are dry, or maybe not even that. So what motivates you to open it again and the farm? So why why are you doing it? 
I think it's because now we've got young children, three and five, and our eldest is at school in year one. We're probably a lot more aware of their education, which is great, but just the fact that there is no real learning about farming. And I think the other thing that's inspired us, because now he's got some friends his own age and they come over to the farm and they just love it. And it's that enthusiasm. And you're like, oh, there is such an appetite for learning. So that's partly of it, you know, genuine desire to educate people about farming um, in the way that they want to be educated, you know, just come and look at what they want on the day, not force feeding them gross margins about arable crops. And then partly was it did raise our profile as well for selling eggs, which, you know, was always a good thing. And it's just a great feeling at the end of it. We had some amazing feedback, some letters, and I'll show you, I'll show you something else that we got sent. Someone, and we never found out who it was, this beautiful watercolour. Oh, wow. Oh, that's yeah. lovely. It says, to Cornhill Farm, thank you for open day, but it's a really lovely painting. Oh, that's amazing. I've got an initial RF, and I still to this day don't know who it is. We're going to get it framed and go up in our office. But, you know, we had cards and messages and... It's so worth it. It's just like sharing. You know, we're all custodians of the land, really. You're sharing your farm. And what have we got to hide? We've got nothing to hide about it. So if it encourages more people to buy local, whether it's eggs or lamb or beef or anything, it's got to be a good thing. And so did the children enjoy it? Your children? Loved it. Last year, they went around with some good friends. They just looked up and they were just great. So I didn't have to worry about them. But this year, Jack wants to do his own demo. What he's planning to do is have a table and all his toy tractors. And he's going to show people how um, arable operations um, throughout the year, I think. And both his grannies have got quite keen on the idea. So I don't know what stuff it's going to be, but I think it's going to be quite entertaining. <laughs> Jack's now that we did um, Jack Cam on Monday when he did a little video of showing the chickens coming out and we put it on social media. I didn't ask him to do it, just took my phone and went and did it and it was hilarious. And people love it. They, they love children, they love farming, love animals. So it's not a product, I suppose, but you're just showing off something that people really love. Whether they're a rural townie or a hardened farmer, they will enjoy it. My kids love it. They moan like mad, but the older they get, the more they do. But they've always loved people coming to see their farm. Yeah. And it's so I think when they're at school and that, people are oh, yeah, on a farm. And it's not that people aren't interested. It's just that they don't understand it. They love showing it off, don't they? They just want people to sort of understand their lives a little bit as they grow a bit yeah. older. And I remember going to yours last year and you had all the machinery out in the field and the boys were there by one of the tractors and they were just being so great with the younger children. And they know so much, don't they? Your, but your children will be like proper farmers and they will know exactly what they're talking about. And uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It is a lot of work. <laughs> it is a lot of work. But I think I would say, I don't know about you, but year one is... I wouldn't say it's the hardest, but it's just sort of, you do think, oh, I've never done this before. It's a bit daunting. But actually, when you just sit down and think, I can do this. And in the day, it's signage. It's going through the lease health and safety plan, which, you know, you just read through it. It would tailor it to your thing. It'd be fine. Sorting out some catering if you're going to do catering. And if you're not, it's just working out a roof where you're going to tell you people, where you're going to send people a car park. You can do it as big or as little as you want to. We probably went quite big on our first one because I just sort of carried on adding things for people to do. <laughs> we've got quite a lot to see on our farm and you've got a nice big farmyard so you can get plenty of people in um, yeah. I think that if you've got a smaller area you haven't got so much car parking and that for a first yeah. time it'll be easier to do a smaller walks or yeah. smaller ticketed events and things like that because you do need the space if you're gonna it's the cars isn't it that's quite stressful I find that quite stressful yeah definitely worth having someone marshalling or just keeping an eye on yeah. the car park 
And I loved on yours, I loved, if you didn't want to do a farm walking space for talking, yourself, some people might not want to, but your guided walk was really good, you know, self-guided walk with a map. Yes. You know why we did that? It's because originally Neville used to take people around and then he used to disappear with them for hours and hours. And then the next lot were waiting and he never used to come back. And then you used to have to go and find him and he'd just be sat chatting to someone. Yeah. Somewhere. He used to get completely distracted and be in the wrong place. So we sort of like did that so that people could walk around without getting distracted then Neville now just does the shearing and that keeps them under control then yeah. <laughs> and you had all, tractors all... and trailers that was great I love a trailer ride uh, yeah yeah that was yeah, we wonderful <laughs> but I think with yours you had little signs didn't you little little white tags or something to follow that's um, right yeah trailer. and our children loved for them it's like a treasure hunt oh that's a next one let's go you just get that in Susan because Susan it's like a treasure hunt in a massive garden that they've never been to before it's quite fun all that side of it. So top yeah. tip then. What's the top tip for someone that might be opening for the first time? My top tip, the thing that worked really well was having all of our toy tractors in the barn for people to play around. And we had it. So we are lucky. We had a big barn, which was a grain store, which was empty. But we had our catering in there because of the rain. And then we put just a load of small straw bells for people to sit on. And I also sort of arranged them into a bit of a obstacle course and then we had all of our toy tractors and again I'd just be asking we had borrowed some from some neighbours as well who had some old ones in there and the mum and dads loved it because they had a coffee the children had an absolute whale of a time and that ended up being like the focal point really and then we had the machinery in there as well so people could just stand and have a look around it and most of our machinery out on display and I would say don't be afraid to put it out there I was a bit worried about people sort of damaging it or themselves on it but actually it's fine people were totally respectful I think that'd be it actually don't underestimate the simple things that your visitors will enjoy and if you keep the children entertained which is actually pretty easy to do then everyone will have a really good time and also when they are playing on the tractors and that, people stand and talk to each other. It yeah. makes it a bit more of a community type okay. thing, which is the other thing that farms are brilliant at. It's like yeah. pulling communities together a little bit. The social side of it is a really good thing with Open Farm Sunday. Yeah, um, we were like a bit, not worried, I suppose, but sort of a bit aware that people might go in and see chickens in the houses, even though they're free range, obviously, they're in a house by night. We thought, oh, are they going to think they're doing their too crowded? Because it does look crowded to like someone who doesn't know what a chicken farm looks like. But we had such positive comments from people who are going in there. And it does smell a bit, obviously, because it's a poultry farm. But I came away feeling really glad we did that. We actually let them go in right into the shed. And we also they also came out and they helped pack some eggs. And children loved packing eggs as well. That was an e- that's an easy child entertainment thing to do. Just the six eggs, put them in the box and, and weigh them if you want to add some maths into it. Oh, they were there. I mean, we had a queue of people wanting to do that. It's the simple things. I definitely wouldn't get any more complicated than I did last year. A couple of activities if you want to, but you don't. A farm walk is definitely good enough in itself if you want to just start doing that. And then you think, oh, well, I'll just add this and have some tractors out to look at. And then, yeah, I'm aiming towards your one like you, Rona. No. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> I want more chickens. That's what I need to swap. <laughs> your chickens are lovely. They just follow you around all the time. They're really tame. <laughs> yeah. No, We're looking forward to yours this year on the 26th. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to be sunny. I'll bring my sun hat this time. Excellent. So I see oh, on the trailer. Good look at your chickens <laughs> we did have to do tractor trailer rides and people were queuing for that as well even in the rain and i'm going to ask a local shoot this time see if i can get another one but we had one from the local agricultural college and then i might get a second if i can to do relays. top tip was also contacting the wildlife trust because they were very keen to send the volunteers to do some pond dipping so i'm really impressed with your pond dipping lady it's gonna be really exciting again 
I was going to do a Cornwall show and all these open farm Sundays. June's going to be an amazing month. It's going to be very busy. <laughs> Thank you for talking to us today and good luck with your event. Thank you for your support. You know, I would not have done it without your support. So um, <laughs> you're definitely an inspiration doing Farm Sunday and gave me some top tips and yeah. Thank you. If you've been inspired by their conversation, visit our website, farmsunday.org, to download our host farmer information pack with all the details you need to consider taking part this year. And in the meantime, if you've missed our previous podcasts, you can listen back using the link in the podcast description. Until next time, my name is Annabelle Shackleton, and this is a Leaf Open Farm Sunday podcast.